The Miami Hurricanes officially have an opening at quarterbacks coach, and the growing suspicion is that there soon could be an opening at offensive coordinator as well. Miami scored 19 points per game last year, so you cannot afford to get these hires wrong. Here's everything I've been hearing. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Frank Ponce, no longer the quarterback's coach at the University of Miami. He had a very productive 2021 season as offensive coordinator at Appalachian State. He's going right back. Frank Ponce is back in Boone, North Carolina, to be the offensive coordinator at Appalachian State. So Miami's offense, as I mentioned, they were unsuccessful last year at 19 points per game. And that did include the quarterbacks, right? Took Tyler Van Dyke several weeks to start adapting to his new coaching, and by the time he started to look a little bit like his old self, he got injured. Jake Garcia, when he played, he appeared to regress, not progress, throughout the year. You know, Jakari Brown, uh, tough to say. He, true freshman, had some good moments and not so good moments. Uh, so for the quarterback situation last year, obviously, yeah, Frank Ponce deserves some of the blame for that. I can't put it all on Ponce, though, since the pass protection was poor. The running game was non-existent. The wide receivers had a very poor year. So, you know. Part of that was on Ponce. Part of it was on the environment. Uh, he's gone. So, you know, Frank Ponce is obviously, uh, I wish him the best because he's a great dude. Uh, and maybe we'll see him back in South Florida someday. But, you know, for now, we move on to the next. The Miami Hurricanes are looking for offensive coaching adjustments. So I have it on pretty good authority that there was definitely – frustration on Frank Ponce's side last year because the offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis never sought his input and apparently that was frustrating for him as you can expect because ideally you need to have your quarterback coach and your offensive coordinator working in unison if there's an iron curtain between the two of them how can you expect your offense to be successful when the OC and the quarterback's coach are not on the same page in fact it's very common around the country for the offensive coordinator to also be the quarterback's coach. I have to wonder if eventually that becomes the case at Miami. So as I said yesterday, we did do a breaking news Ponce episode in case you haven't watched that yet. Frank Ponce leaving to go back to Appalachian State. Uh, it makes sense for him also, even beyond the professional stuff. It makes sense for him on a family level. Uh, his wife stayed up there. Uh, she has a contract with the local TV station that she works for in North Carolina. So she did not move down to South Florida with him. She stayed living up there. So the family situation was difficult. He can be close to her again. Uh, and then, listen, professionally, I can only wonder, uh, and this is my speculation here, right? When I'm telling you things I've been told uh, as far as reports versus what I'm thinking, I'm going to try to differentiate the two of those things. Um, so I can only wonder if Frank Ponce might have been told 
he would not be getting promoted to offensive coordinator if and when Josh Gaddis leaves, right? So if Miami has other ideas at OC, that could further explain why Ponce decided to leave, right? Because he may have been looking to move up the ladder, not stay in the same place. And also, if you do bring in a new offensive coordinator, um, chances are that new OC is going to want to bring in his own people. Hopefully, Mario Cristobal would give the new OC that sort of autonomy because I think it's good when the coordinator can bring in his own guys, okay? So, yeah, Frank Ponce and Josh Gaddis, from what I can gather, they did not get along professionally, okay? So I sure hope Ponce didn't decide to leave because he knows Gaddis is staying. <laughs> I think it's more likely than not, though, that Josh Gaddis is on his way out too, Okay. So we do know that Miami currently has an opening at quarterbacks coach. But will the Hurricanes simply fill the quarterbacks coach opening? Or will we also see Josh Gaddis, who serves as both the OC and the wide receivers coach, leave as well? And if that were to happen, you would have openings at quarterbacks coach, wide receivers coach, and offensive coordinator, you'd probably fill two of those, at least two of the, well, not more than two of those. You'd probably fill two of those with the same person. Um, as far as Josh Gaddis goes, um, here's some of the things being reported by others. And I will also give you something that I've been hearing about Gaddis. So first, uh, there has been some reporting on the Miami Rivals site that Josh Gaddis could be a candidate for the vacant wide receivers coaching job at Penn State, which has been open for the last few days. There's also been talk from rivals about Gaddis, uh, rumors swirling about him interviewing for an offensive coordinator job at Iowa. Side note, I think Iowa would be perfect for him. Just the philosophy, the type of players that get recruited there, um, that seems like probably the best fit if he were to actually get the opportunity to get that job there. I think Iowa would be perfect for Gaddis. You know, Penn State as receivers coach wouldn't be half bad as well. Now, here's something that I was told. I was told late last night by someone who's given me great information on Miami coaching changes in the past, a source that I trust, that um, Josh Gaddis might even be in play for an assistant coaching job in the NFL. That would be very interesting. Um, in any way, shape, or form, I think Miami fans uh, would not care. If he if he were to leave, whether it's Penn State, Iowa, if he gets you know maybe a position coaching job for an NFL team, I kind of hope it's not my Miami Dolphins, but if he gets a position coaching job for an NFL team, I don't think too many people would complain about that, but that's another thing to watch out for. And, you know, there are definitely pros uh, about taking NFL jobs, even if you're not that high up the ladder. Uh, and you, you see, I, I think uh, you see kind of a growing sentiment that out there from coaching that NFL jobs are kind of easier than college jobs because you don't have to recruit in the NFL. Like in college, a part of your job is you're always on the trail. You're always in living rooms. You're always hosting visits. That's something you don't have to worry about in the National Football League. So the common theme here is whether it's the Penn State rumors, the Iowa rumors, uh, potential for an NFL job, the common theme here is it absolutely sounds like Josh Gaddis is looking around and weighing his options away from Miami. And very notable over the weekend that Josh Gaddis was not involved in the Gary Bryant Jr. visit. The transfer portal receiver from USC 
was on campus. He didn't see Gaddis, didn't even speak to him on the phone. He said, quote, uh, he had something else going on. Now, again, always have to be careful, folks, because I don't know if there may have been something going on in Coach's personal life. You always want to err on the side of caution because if he's going through something or his family is going through something, I wish him the best. I don't know if it was personal or professional, but it's definitely odd for the offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach not to be present for a very important wide receiver visit. Uh, that seems to be another sign that he could be looking around and weighing his options away from Miami. Now, a, a name to think about here. Um, if Miami ends up with an opening at receivers coach, right, whether they're looking for the receivers coach to be the OC or just looking for a receivers coach, uh, I think James Coley could be an interesting fit here. Uh, he's an excellent recruiter, and he would probably fit right in on a Mario Cristobal staff because Mario wants people who are recruiting maniacs like he is. James Coley is a recruiting maniac. Uh, he's been a wide receivers coach, of course, before. He's currently, uh, I think he's the tight ends coach at Texas A&M right now. He also has a background as Coley playing quarterback and coaching quarterbacks in the past. So I wonder if he could even be a candidate for quarterbacks coach, if not even offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Now, as far as OC, obviously, you know, folks would probably like a bigger splash than James Coley would be, but it's, it's certainly a name to think about, all right? And so... We've got a few other names out there that I'd like to discuss as potential offensive coordinator candidates. I'm going to separate the realistic from the not so realistic because there are certain pie in the sky type of names out there that people are going to bring up that just, you know, unfortunately, there are certain names that I just do not think are attainable. All right. So we're going to have a discussion about this. You guys want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. Folks, if you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, then you've got to try a built bar. Just got through the holidays. And listen, I know my goal has been to eat healthier this year, especially after I cheated a lot on my diet during the holidays. But if you're like me, you want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise taste. I've got just the thing for you. You got to try built with built healthy is actually tasty. Seriously. They're so delicious. You don't even think they're good for you. They're perfect for your new year's resolution. What makes built bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. They're healthy. They're low in calories, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, which is amazing, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to even wait around to get a box. For years, we've been telling you about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com, which you can still do with our promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off. But now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk into the pharmacy section and grab a box. Or if you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box. I know our, our listener, Al, is addicted. He goes into Sam's Club every couple days because he grabs more built bars so check it out walmart and sam's club or built.com i love me some built bars thank you so much for making locked on canes your first listen today we're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on youtube so something else about frank ponce's departure um i was asked this question on social media this morning and and by the way you can follow the show on twitter at locked on canes and if you follow us at locked on canes we will follow you back. 
the porn spammers keep sneaking in. I, I follow them by accident, then they slide into the DMs, then I unfollow them. But for the real people out there, I will keep following you at Locked on Canes. But I was asked the question this morning, does Frank Ponce leaving mean that Tyler Van Dyke might decide to hit the transfer portal? Um, now, okay, first of all, I don't know, honestly, how attached or close the two of them really were. Um, you know, I, I don't think like Tyler Van Dyke saw the news last night. He's like, what? Frank Ponce is leaving. Get me out of here. I, I don't think it was anything like that. Second of all, I suspect Tyler Van Dyke probably already knew which of the offensive coaches were likely heading out the door you know, when he agreed to remain at Miami, because in December, shortly after the transfer portal opened, it was then widely reported Tyler Van Dyke is not going anywhere. He is staying. He's committed to at least another year at Miami. Um, and I'm sure part of Tyler Van Dyke agreeing to stay was he probably got a pretty detailed rundown from Mario Cristobal what the expected offensive changes could be and what the staff might look like next year. So, I highly doubt that Van Dyke was shocked by Frank Ponce leaving. He probably knew before any of us did, okay? Third of all, Van Dyke is very well taken care of here from an NIL standpoint. So that's not a problem for him. So if anything, uh, with Frank Ponce leaving, really the only the only Miami quarterback I could see that's probably disappointed by that, I don't think it's going to lead to him departing from the program or anything, but the guy who's probably most disappointed about Ponce leaving is Emery Williams. The true freshman, Frank Ponce was his primary recruiter and really instrumental in getting him to Miami because Ponce, I give Ponce a lot of credit for Emory Williams recruitment because Frank Ponce was scouting him and then offered him before any of the other big programs even knew who he was, Emory Williams. Like Frank Ponce was at the forefront of recruiting Emory Williams. And I know the two of them had a very good relationship. So like, I, I don't, I don't think uh, Williams is going to be like, I'm hitting the transfer portal and I'm going to Appalachian State. I'm not expecting anything like that. But if anything, if, if anyone in that quarterback room is disappointed by the Ponce departure, Emory Williams is probably the guy who cares more than the any more than any of the other quarterbacks do. Okay. So um, you know, guys, it's it's really difficult to break down strictly quarterback coaching candidates since I've got a feeling offensive coordinator is also going to be an open job within the coming days so there are some potential offensive coordinators out there who could come in and be a quarterbacks coach and offensive coordinator um, and someone who could fit that bill here is a name I think we should all be looking out for if Josh Gaddis does leave we will keep our eyes on Marcus Arroyo former UNLV head coach I would expect he would be a top candidate for Miami's offensive coordinator job. Uh, he has a great connection and working relationship with Mario Cristobal. Marcus Arroyo, uh, he was an assistant together with Mario under Willie Taggart at Oregon. And then when Mario took over as head coach there, Marcus Arroyo served as Cristobal's offensive coordinator uh, through, I think it was three seasons, through 2019, that year, 2019, he and Cristobal won the Pac-12 together, and they won a Rose Bowl together before Arroyo, who was the offensive coordinator and play caller, he then left Oregon to become the head coach at UNLV. Uh, and Arroyo, uh, he got fired uh, last month by UNLV quite shockingly because that team was a, a dumpster fire when he took over. 
he was starting to turn them around and then they fired him. It was a lot of people were shocked by that. Um, and as far as I can tell, uh, Arroyo is not only still unemployed, but I don't really see a whole lot of buzz with him interviewing other places, which kind of makes me wonder if he's been waiting around for an opportunity to rejoin Mario. If you guys have heard about Arroyo interviewing for other jobs, you let me know because I've done some searches on it. It seems pretty quiet there. So I wonder if he might be waiting for a Cristobal reunion. Um he has experience not only as an offensive coordinator, but as a quarterback's coach. He's a former quarterback himself. Um, he's even coached wide receivers before at one of his previous stops. But I, I think he's got more of a background with quarterbacks. So he could definitely play an OC and or quarterback coaching role at Miami if Cristobal wants to offer him a job. Um, there's like a really hot name being brought up as a potential Miami Hurricanes offensive coordinator. I'm a little bit skeptical about this one. I'll explain why. But the hot name being brought up is Wake Forest offensive coordinator Warren Ruggiero, who is freaking dynamic. I mean, this guy basically engineered and invented his own offense, and he has one of the most explosive, dynamic offenses in the ACC, if not the entire country. But is the Wake Forest slow mesh offense too far of a departure from what Mario Cristobal likes to do? So I wonder if the philosophy were to match up. Um, and then the other thing is, Warren Ruggiero, uh, he's turned down offers in the past uh, in favor of staying at Wake Forest. Um, he's He seems very, very loyal to Dave Clawson, the head coach. Uh, they've been together for more than a decade. Um, now, Ruggiero did just lose Sam Hartman to Notre Dame. He transferred. And listen, perhaps if Miami was really serious about wanting to bring this guy here, if they go in guns blazing and just make him an incredible offer that Wake Forest can't match, maybe he might consider it. But again, he seems very loyal to Clawson. He's turned down other jobs before to stay at Wake Forest. Um, so I kind of feel like with the relationship that he and Clawson have, if Ruggiero were to leave I think he would maybe only leave for a head coaching job somewhere not for another OC position that's just my two cents right but obviously if you're going to take a shot at somebody who's got a proven innovative offense and it's had a lot of success in this conference the ACC then he would be a tremendous candidate and I do see his name getting thrown around uh you know by by Miami fans and, you know, whether it's wishful thinking or if there's something behind it, I don't know, but that's been, that's been a hot name that has been brought up. Um, I kind of wonder if Miami uh, elsewhere, if they might make another move for Jason Candle, that's the Toledo head coach. And I bring him up because Miami was very interested in him last year. Uh, they made a run and they made an offer at Candle last year before they ultimately hired Josh Gaddis. So we know this is somebody Mario Cristobal likes and has wanted to get in the past. Would they take another run at Jason Candle? He's still the Toledo head coach, uh, but he turned down the job last year. So they they offered him last year. He turned down the job. So if you were to make another run at him, you'd probably have to offer him even more money and more power than you did last year to even have a shot. So I wonder if that would even uh, be in the cards. Um, I want to throw out two other names that you guys have now been tweeting to me at Locked on Canes. And uh, just... I'm feeling more and more comfortable on the idea of bringing in a certain wide receiver, hopefully, to Coral Gables through the transfer portal. We will get to all that and more next. Keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. 
Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So other uh, offensive coordinator names people have been throwing at us at Locked on Canes on Twitter. What about Cliff Kingsbury, someone says. Now, okay, we did do an episode on Kingsbury the day after he got fired by the Cardinals. Was it last week or the week before? We did. Obviously, we talked about Kingsbury as being something I would love for Miami to bring in, but there are a lot of obstacles to bringing in a guy like Cliff Kingsbury, and it's become far less likely that that could even happen, okay? So I don't think Kingsbury wants to coach in 2023. I think he wants to take a year off. He's got all the money in the world right now because Arizona's paying this guy through the nose. Uh, so, you know, why not take a year off, recharge the battery, spend your money? And according to Pete Schrager of NFL Network, Cliff Kingsbury literally bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. <laughs> He's out there. He's out there on a beach somewhere in, uh, in Bangkok just living it up, all right? Oh, I don't think, and, and listen, Coral, Coral Gables, South Florida, South Beach, Miami, we've got some nice spots down here in South Florida, but this dude's got money burning a hole through his pocket. He's out there in Bangkok. Just let the guy enjoy himself. I don't see him coaching anywhere for a year. Uh, he, he'll probably wait until the next head coaching cycle. When head coach jobs start coming open next year, he'll probably try his luck that way. So I don't think Kingsbury is realistic, unfortunately. Uh, another name people keep asking me, what about Kenny Dorsey? Sorry, it's not happening, okay? I could see Dorsey far more likely becoming the next Carolina Panthers head coach. Uh, he was either, I don't know if he's interviewed there yet, but he was granted permission to interview with Carolina. He's the offensive coordinator in Buffalo. They're still in the playoffs, of course. They just beat my Miami Dolphins. Last week, they move on to the divisional round. Uh, and that's what Dorsey wants to do. Like Dorsey is climbing up the NFL ladder right now. He's been an offensive uh, assistant in the NFL for a long time, quarterbacks coach, offensive coordinator now. The next rung on the ladder for Dorsey is NFL head coach. That's what he wants to be. Like bottom line, when, when Dorsey is going to be one of the hottest head coaching candidates in the NFL this cycle, he's not leaving his NFL offensive coordinator job to come be a college offensive coordinator for as much as I'm sure he loves Miami, one of the great Miami hurricanes of all time. One of my favorite canes ever. He's not going to give up the chance to be an NFL head coach to come be Miami's offensive coordinator. So just get Dorsey's name out of your mouth because it's only going to depress people if you bring him up. All right. Uh, yeah, another one. Uh, what about Rob Chudzinski? You know, he and Cristobal have a great relationship. They've worked together at Miami before. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny because um, I, I've seen uh, Gary Furman from Kane Sport talk about Chud, and I, I think he's got a personal relationship with Chud, and he always says it's not happening, that he doesn't want to he doesn't want to do that right now. He like if for as much as he and Mario love each other, that that's not uh, that's not something that would happen. So I guess for that reason, you can cross Chud off of your list, man. So we shall see. I know people uh, often. Uh, just jiggled my mic cable. I hope I didn't unplug my mic. Can you still hear me? Can you still see me? All right. Uh, you know, I know people have also, as have I in the past, brought up the name Dan Mullen. Um, that would be, for me, an absolute home run hire. I know he doesn't love to recruit, uh, but he can He can coach. He can absolutely coach. Uh, but that would take 
that would take a huge, huge money offer. Um, I don't know if that one's realistic either. So yeah, until uh, until we start to get more, I, I think about names like Marcus Arroyo. I think could be a possibility. I could definitely see Miami making a run for a guy like James Coley to have a role on this staff. Uh, maybe Jason Candle again from Toledo, but you got to make him a big offer. So we shall see. I think things are about to get very interesting. But again, I will reiterate at this moment, the offensive coordinator job and the wide receivers coaching job are not open until proven otherwise. Josh Gaddis is still the OC and wide receivers coach at the University of Miami. We do have an opening at quarterbacks coach. And as a side note, if you did end up with an opening at wide receivers coach, man, imagine if you could get Reggie Wayne here. Now that would be exciting. Um, speaking of wide receivers, I'm really starting to warm up to the idea of Miami, and I know that they are interested, if Miami could bring Alabama transfer wide receiver Tyler Harrell to Miami. Then you could have a Tyler Hero and a Tyler Harrell in the 305, or a Tyler Harrell and Hero in the 305. Uh, but no, but Tyler Harrell... Uh, you know, he obviously made more headlines the years he spent at Louisville than at the year he spent in Alabama. He's a former Alabama and Louisville wide receiver. Uh, but even though it's his second time in the transfer portal, he does not have to sit out a year because he's a grad transfer this time. So there's no sit out rule. Um, and I think the only reason why Tyler Harrell, the only reason why he didn't stick at Bama last year was his season was derailed by injuries last season because the Bama folks that I talked to were very excited about Harrell, and it's just unfortunate his opportunities didn't really materialize because he he struggled with injuries last year. Um, but this guy, Tyler Harrell, he runs a sub 4.340 yard dash. You can't teach speed like that. And Miami's offense was lacking speed last year. This is an explosive big play guy. And when Tyler Harrell had his breakout season 2021 at Louisville, he averaged over 29 yards per reception, had, I think, like 530 receiving yards, scored six touchdowns that year. It's a big play threat, explosive. And he's a South Florida kid from Columbus High School, which is where Mario Cristobal went to high school. So, you know, obviously the recruiting connections are there. Um, and listen, at wide receiver, you guys know I love Gary Bryant Jr., who visited last weekend. Um, but the thing with Gary, and I hope Miami could still get Bryant at some point, He's not going to be making any decision until probably closer to the summer because he's not enrolling early. He's not enrolling until summer because he's finishing out his semester at USC. So he's in no rush, okay? If you have a chance to lock up Tyler Harrell sooner, then you could potentially lock up Gary Bryant Jr. You've got to do it. So I'm warming up to that idea. Guys, drop us a comment. If you're watching us on YouTube, Fill out a comment who you'd like to see as offensive coordinator, wide receivers coach, quarterbacks coach, who you'd like to see coaching on Miami's offensive staff this coming season. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube and you're listening to the audio version, which, by the way, you can get Locked on Canes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts, you can drop us a tweet at Locked on Canes, who you'd like to see quarterbacks coach, wide receivers coach, offensive coordinator at the University of Miami next year. And thank you so much for making us your first listen. Make sure you make Locked On College Basketball your second listen. Locked On College Basketball with experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton. They bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. 
Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We will talk to you again next time on another episode of Locked On Canes, part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.